Welcome. You are listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I hope you've had a wonderful week so far. This week, we are going to be talking about dreams, prophetic dreams, God dreams, what they're like, what they mean. We're just doing a little introduction today. We will be talking more about them in the future. I also have some dreams to share with you that some of my friends were kind enough to share and allow me to share on the podcast. Now, I specifically asked them if they had had dreams that had actually come to pass and what those dreams were, if they were willing to share. So that's part of what we're going to be talking about today. I just want to give you a little introduction to dreams, prophetic dreams, God dreams, what they are. So when we dream, we can have three types of dreams. We either have a soulish dream, which just means that it's basically us processing things that are going on in our lives. Often that could look like maybe you have a dream about a deadline coming up at work and you really have a deadline coming up at work, but the stress of meeting that deadline shows up in your dreams. That would be an example of a soul dream. So a dream that is originated from you, your mind. We also sometimes get dreams from the enemy. Yes, unfortunately, the devil can give us dreams. A lot of the time when people are very vivid prophetic dreamers, their dream life is attacked at some point by the enemy with nightmares. I know I'm a prophetic dreamer. God gives me all sorts of information in my dreams, but my dreams were horribly attacked when I was a little girl and I had night terrors all the time. So sleep was very hard for me at the time. But when God gives a gift, He also redeems it. He doesn't let the enemy win. So I just want to encourage you that if you have had a lot of nightmares, you probably are a prophetic dreamer and the enemy is trying to fight that. Ask God to come into your dreams and take them back for the kingdom of God. Ask him to guard your sleep and to give you God dreams and insight into them. Okay, now that we've talked a little bit about that, a God dream. So we have soulish soul dreams, dreams from the enemy, and God dreams. God dreams are generally prophetic dreams, but they're not always prophetic, meaning they're not always something that's going to happen in the future. Sometimes they are giving you insight to what's actually going on currently in your environment so that you are aware. Sometimes it's a word of knowledge for someone in your life that you're supposed to share with them. Sometimes it's insight for what steps you're supposed to take, and he's actually giving instructions in dreams. You know, there are even deliverance dreams that come from God. That's right. People have been delivered from demons in their sleep. People have been delivered from addictions in their sleep. And I know people who have had dreams that brought them to salvation straight from the Lord. Amazing, amazing stuff. So God speaks to us in our dreams. And honestly, even when we have a soul dream or a dream from the enemy, often God still sneaks into those dreams in subtle ways. But if you've had a nightmare or a dream from the enemy that was super intense, just make sure that you don't come into agreement with anything negative. God also gives us warning dreams. So warning dreams 
might seem scary, but there's always some sense of redemption to it. And God gives us warning dreams to give us insight about how to proceed and to give us the ability to intercede. So he gives us insight so that we know how to proceed, but he also gives us insight so that we can intercede. What does intercession or what does interceding mean? To pray, to pray against what we've seen or to pray the opposite. To proceed, information to proceed, meaning how do we prepare if that's actually going to happen? What do we need to do? What steps do we need to take? Maybe there are steps that we can take to completely prevent something. So those are different types of God dreams. That means not every God dream that you have is something that will play out exactly in your real life. You might have a dream about something that's already going on. You might have an instruction dream. You might have a word of knowledge dream. That's not something that you're necessarily going to see later on in the future. A warning dream is something that you might see in the future, but it's also a call to intercession. So God is giving us the chance to intercede on someone's behalf. I know personally that I have been woken up out of sleep in the middle of the night knowing that someone I cared about was in a car accident and God woke me up specifically to intercede for their safety. Well, the car accident did happen, but they ended up being safe and totally unscathed though the accident was really bad. So there are times that we are called to intercede in those ways. I've heard other stories of things like that where women have had dreams about their children and grandchildren getting in a car accident and they prayed all day and things went differently than they were supposed to. Though there was an accident, it was more minor than the dream showed and the grandbabies weren't in the car so no one was injured. So there are a lot of reasons that God gives us dreams but God loves to speak to us that way. And it's exciting when we get prophetic dreams where he shows us something that he has for our future. Now, dreams usually come in metaphors, so they can have a lot of kind of wild metaphors that don't necessarily make sense immediately unless you know how to interpret your dreams or you have a really great dream interpreter with you or that you can talk to. Now, remember, when interpreting dreams, you do not want to just go online and look up symbols because you're going to end up in New Age stuff that is not biblically based. When interpreting a dream, you want to make sure that the interpretation comes from biblical knowledge. It has to be Bible-based. You also have to consider that each of us is going to have different meaning for certain things. Like, one person might be terrified of dogs because of a bad experience as a child. So if a dog shows up in their dream, it might actually be a warning or a scary thing. Whereas, I love dogs and I have two wonderful dogs that are like my babies and if I had a dog show up in a dream, as long as it's a healthy, happy dog, it would generally mean a good thing, like a best friend or a child or a guide. But either way, it would have a positive meaning and a positive connotation. So in a way, we have to know our own dream language in the sense of Certain things have specific meaning just to us. So even when talking to someone who is an, a biblical dream interpret, interpreter, we might actually be able to give them context and insight just from experiences that we've had in our own lives. But many dreams are metaphorical in ways like that. 
I will give an example in a minute about a dream that I had that actually did come to pass. It was kind of a heads up dream. I wouldn't exactly say that it was prophetic, even though I technically had the dream before I found out. It was more like a heads up. God was just letting me know what I was about to walk into and he was preparing me for it. But sometimes we do have literal dreams. And sometimes the dreams are literal because God just wants us to be very clear what it means, to leave no room for questioning and to make sure that we know what he's working on. Other times, literal dreams might be a soul dream because, you know, we're dreaming about work and it's something that's actually going on. But sometimes literal dreams are things that God just wants us to pay special close attention to. So, prophetic dreams. I'm going to give you an example of one that I've had. Now, like I said, not every dream that you have from God is something that's going to happen. It might actually be insight into a situation that you are walking through in the moment. It might be instruction for you for how to walk things out or for something that you're going to need to make a decision about. It could be a word of knowledge for someone that you know, or it could be about the future. It could also be a warning dream. So there are a number of reasons that God speaks to us. And you know what? This is pretty awesome too. Not only are there deliverance dreams at times, there are also dreams where God sometimes comes to us just to love on us and impart things to us. There are calling dreams and impartational dreams where God gives us things and you might not know what it was, but then suddenly something in your life blooms in a new way. So dreams from God are awesome. We all have them, even if you don't realize that you do. And we can learn so much from them. So I am actually going to have a guest on very soon that will be talking a bit about his testimony, and he's an amazing dream interpreter, so we're going to talk a little more about that. But today I'm going to speak specifically into dreams that have actually come to pass, and I'm just going to give a few examples. So these would be considered prophetic dreams. Some of them have some subcategories, so I'm going to start with one of my own, and then I'm going to share some dreams that some friends gave me and, and allowed me, gave me permission to share with you. So... Years ago, I had been going to a church here in Nashville area since I moved. I went to the church Cross Point. I don't go there now, but I had been going there since I first moved. And it was one of the only really consistent things in my life. Now, well, I did not know the pastor very well at the time. I, I really didn't know him personally at all. He had been a voice in my life for many years since I'd moved here. And at that point in time, I think I had been out here for maybe six or seven years. So for six or seven years, he had been a voice in my life through a lot of chaos. So that's a little bit of backstory. Now, the dream. So that night, I didn't know anything was going on at church. There was no reason for me to have any question about it. But that night, I went to sleep and in the morning, I woke up from a dream that was very vivid and very metaphorical. In the dream, somebody had died. But it was odd because it was like the person who had died kept shifting. It was like all of these different images of men that had been mentors or father figures and different things in my life started flashing before my eyes. It was almost like that death wasn't a physical person, but it was like something represented. It was almost like it represented a father figure or a male mentor, 
or somebody that had spoken into my life. So in the dream, I was very sad and I was at this funeral for this person that had meant something to me and they were no longer. So I woke up, wrote the dream down. When you have dreams, start writing them down. You'd be amazed the way that God speaks to you and what you can look back on later and see what he said, especially if you're really a dreamer. So I'm really a dreamer. I have dreams frequently. I remember them a lot. They give me insight. God speaks to me all the time in my sleep. So I woke up and I wrote it down. And I knew it it wasn't really a physical death and it wasn't about a specific person, but I didn't really know what it was about. So I went to church that day because it was actually a Sunday morning that I woke up and had had this dream. I believe it was a Sunday morning. I might have had it on the Saturday before church, but either way, it was right in proximity to church time. So it was either Saturday morning or it was Sunday morning right before I went to church. So I go to church on Sunday and we're sitting in service and the pastor that I had, you know, had for all of these years at this church comes out and he's speaking, but instead of doing his normal preaching, he gets very emotional and he tells us all that, you know, he's loved the church, he's loved building it, but he has neglected to take care of things in his own life and that things have fallen apart a bit and that he needs to step down, that he needs to take a step back and step down. And he resigned and he apologized and he resigned there on the spot So I immediately knew that that's what that dream was about. So that dream was metaphorical. And it was a prophetic dream because it hadn't happened yet, but it was really what I would call a heads-up dream. It was God kind of preparing me emotionally beforehand for what was about to happen, what I was about to walk into. That this man, who, though I did not know him personally, had been a voice in my life and a mentor of sorts, and he was stepping down. So though it wasn't a physical death, it was, it was a death in a sense in my life because he no longer was, was in my life at all. He was no longer a voice in my life after that moment. So that's one of my own dreams. That's one of the more simple ones that I can actually share. But that would be an example of, yes, a prophetic dream because I did know ahead, but it was so fast. It was such a quick turnaround that it was also a heads-up dream. God gives me heads-up dreams quite a bit, and sometimes those heads-up dreams require intercession. Other times it's just like, he just wants to prepare me for what I'm about to walk into, what I'm going to see, and how to deal with it. So that's one of my dreams that has come to pass. Yes, it was metaphorical, so it wasn't anything literal. There was no literal death in it, but it did come to pass, and it was a heads-up dream that I was about to walk into that very day. And God's heads-up did give me comfort in that situation because it assured me that God was in this and he was comforting me and preparing me ahead of time. So let's look at some of these other dreams. Mandy Myers Carter shared a dream with me that says, yes, she has had a few, actually, a few dreams that have come to pass. She said this one was the most easily relatable. She had an older van and money was tight. In the dream, the transmission was going out and she and her family were stuck on the side of the road with no way home. She awoke and prayed over her family and their travels as they were leaving that afternoon to head six hours to visit family. She told her husband about the dream and he thought it was just fearful and worried. She couldn't shake the dream and reminded him not to drive too hard. 
When they got to Indianapolis, an hour from her parents' house, they were exiting the interstate and felt a huge clunk in the downshifting. They could not drive faster than 30 miles per hour. They were able to get to a gas station, notify her parents, and they had to drive in first gear to her parents' house the rest of the way. It took more than two hours. But this, again, this was a heads-up dream. It was also a warning dream because there was something they could do about this. So God warned her about what was going to happen, and he encouraged her to, one, intercede, which she did. It could have been so much worse. So she interceded. She prayed against that, and she prayed over her family's safety in the trip. But he also gave her a heads up. And because he gave her the heads up, she says she was so grateful for the heads up because she felt more prepared. She made more provisions as well as covered her trip in prayer. So she was able to bring more snacks, things like that, have provision with them because she still had this concern because God gave her a heads up. She was able to pray pray over the trip, cover their trip in prayer. And she said they were able to sell their van and find a replacement the following day. So God gave her a warning in a dream. He gave her a heads up and it was a prophetic dream because it did happen, but it was a heads up warning dream that was prophetic. Now that one was literal. Sometimes when he wants us to really pay attention, he does give us a literal dream, especially if there's some sense of urgency on it. But when God gives us a warning, just like he did Mandy, he provides and he's telling us that he's there with us in it. So he's not saying to be afraid, but he's giving us a heads up so that we can prepare. Kristen Chipman says that she had a dream about Hurricane Andrew in 1992 before it happened when she was 12 years old, but she's had a few others. She didn't share the entire dream though. Frank Villagrana shared a dream and thank you Frank for letting me share this because I know that this is a very personal one. He had a dream that his brother-in-law would pass away suddenly. He had this dream 10 years before it actually happened. He said he hated that dream, but he was never at peace until he gave Bible studies and led his brother-in-law to Christ. He saw his brother-in-law get baptized, and right after that, maybe not right after, but shortly after that was when it happened. 10 years after that dream, his brother-in-law passed suddenly. He said now the details of his passing weren't in his dream, but the aftermath The family gathering, it was all there. All the details of the family gathering and aftermath. So that was a very literal dream for Frank. And it was a warning dream that was prophetic. But God in his grace put that on Frank's heart. Because Frank was then able to lead his brother-in-law to Jesus. To have him baptized and to know that when he did pass away, he was in heaven. And he was happy and he was safe So even though his family was going through that pain, there was a peace in that because God was so good to give him that warning ahead and provide. So those are two warning dreams. I'm about to share a prophetic dream that my friend Clara shared that is a prophetic dream that came to pass, but this one's not a warning. This one was God giving her a heads up that her promise and blessing was on the way. So she said, yes, she has had a dream that's come to pass. She said before her second son was born, she had a dream that she and her husband, oh, sorry, she had a dream that her husband and her firstborn son and herself, they were sitting around a kitchen table eating a meal together. 
her husband had another little baby boy sitting in his lap. When she woke up, she knew God was saying this scene was in the future and that they would literally have another child, a son. So upon waking, she prayed to the Lord and asked him what to name the baby boy. She distinctly heard Elijah. Two years later, she gave birth to another son and named him Elijah. They had recently moved to a new home. The kitchen in the new home was the same kitchen as in her dream. She says that dream was a huge comfort to her during the two-year wait before it came to pass. She had two very difficult miscarriages during that time frame. But because God gave her the promise in a dream, she held on to the promise and she knew that she would have a successful pregnancy and give birth to her son named Elijah. And sure enough, she did. She says, our God is a covenant keeping God. So that, I just want to finish off with that today because what a, what a wonderful dream. God is a covenant keeping God. He does give us prophetic dreams and her dream was very literal also. God showed her a glimpse of her future. He gave her a prophetic dream into her future. And in that dream, he gave her the promise of a second son. And he brought it to pass. And yeah, she did have to walk through two very difficult years. She had two miscarriages. That was painful. But she had a promise from God to hang on to. A promise that he gave her in a dream. And it did come to pass. And now she has two beautiful boys. And her second son is named Elijah. So our God is a covenant-keeping God. I hope that that brings you encouragement. I hope you know that even if you get a warning dream, you shouldn't be afraid. It's like a heads-up love note from God showing you that he's there to help you intercede, to help you prevent it, and even to make it easier if you have to face something. But he also gives us beautiful promises. So not every dream that has something negative happening is a warning dream from God. Some of them are from the enemy. You really want to ask the Lord when you wake up if there was anything from him in that dream. But don't come into agreement with the negative things. Pray and intercede against it, just like Mandy did. Pray protection. Pray covering over your family. If you need to do or make new or special provisions because of that heads up, do it just like she did. They had extra things in the car that helped them when it did happen. But God also gives us beautiful promise dreams. He imparts things to us in dreams, including promises, and God is a covenant-keeping God. So I hope that this has blessed you. I hope that it's also encouraged you to keep track of your own dreams and start paying attention to them. And I'm so excited to have our guest on that's going to be talking about dream interpretation and his own personal testimony. That's going to be Andrew Duncan. He's going to be on with me soon. But I'm so excited to have some more people coming on to share their experiences with dreams. And as we go today, I just want to impart to you God dreams. Lord, I pray for every person listening that you give them God dreams, that you encourage them as they sleep, Lord, that you give them guidance and direction and insight and instructions as they sleep. That if there are things that they need heads up about, Lord, that you give them heads up. That you give them insight about things that they are experiencing now so that they know how to walk through it. And God, 
I pray that you impart to them prophetic dreams of hope and promise for their future, dreams that they can stand on and pray into and believe for because you are a covenant-keeping, promise-keeping God. We thank you, God, that you are releasing God dreams to your people in Jesus' mighty name. And we say, Lord, that you, God, you are in charge of their night seasons and the Holy Spirit covers their night seasons as they sleep. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Have a blessed week, everyone, and I will talk to you next time. Where do you begin when you're